Yo, it's Poppin' your man, Dean Edwards. Welcome to another episode of The Father Mother. Did I do that? You know, I'm gonna leave that in. Welcome to another episode of Father Monkey Protocol. <laughs> That's called the flub. Uh, I, uh, I, I was ringing backstage. Hey, did y'all, I, I would hope by now y'all saw the Def Comedy Jam 25th anniversary for the uh, DLs. I told y'all it was funny. It was funny, right? It was, it, was, it was funny, right? Yeah. Anyway, yo, make sure you uh, make sure you enjoy uh, the next forty-five to an hour. You're now rocking with the best. Um, and uh, make sure you subscribe. Tell a friend. Like, comment, do whatever it is you do with podcasts, huh? And, uh, and shout out to all. I, I keep. Comics and newer cats listen, so uh, which I appreciate, and you know that I guess is part of the driving force that makes me say, "All right, let me let me record, sit here and record myself for a little bit." I want y'all to know, Joseph Vesey fronted. He was supposed to when we were in um in West Palm uh, a couple weeks ago. We were supposed to sit down and, and do this, but Vesey was like, "No, nah, you know, I just uh." Yeah. Yeah, you know, nah, I, I just, I don't even know if I want to, you know, sit and talk about myself anymore. <laughs> I was like, okay, Mr. Producer, because <laughs> Vessie's a producer now, you know, he working big things going with, with, uh, with, with Happy, Happy Madison, as it were. Did you, did you miss me? Hmm? Anywho. Oh, and make sure you follow um, at I am Dean Edwards on all social media because that's who I am. Website is down. Uh, some some issue with uh, with the 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 web the host gotta uh, just found that out. Went to uh, add this date and learned learned some things. Learned that we are uh, we are no longer uh, up and running. I mean. But I still I got nervous when I when I went on and put in Dean Edwards and it wasn't there, and I was like, oh shoot, did did the uh, did my registration expire? And you're always nervous about that happening because you don't want someone to uh, to get your joint when you slip it. You know what I mean? Like um, like my my website is deanedwards.net. Because Dean Edwards has been squatted on. DeanEdwards.com has been squatted on for, shoot, the better part of, I'm going to say, what, a good 19, 18, 19 years? Um, yeah, so, so that's why I went with .net when I, when I initially um, went to design a website. I used to have ComedyDeanEdwards.com. See, because it was a play on the words. C O M E Dean Edwards. Comedine. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Comedyneedwards.com. And then I was like, all right, you know what? I'll go to DeanEdwards.com. And turns out <clears throat> someone someone squatted on it um, shortly after I got on SNL. And when, when my people at OK Player, my, my boy Dan, shout out Dan. Uh, contacted the uh, person that owned the site. Um, they wanted money for it. I was like, I ain't paying somebody for for my name. How you sound? It's ridiculous. So, anyway, 
I don't even know. You know what? As a matter of fact, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm curious. Let's see. Because there are some there are some other Dean Edwardses that are out there now. So let's see. Dean Edwards.com. If we put that in, let's see what comes up. Let us see. Yep. Welcome, Dean Edwards.com. Learn how you can get this domain. This webpage is part free, courtesy GoDaddy. Let's see. Learn how. See, that's the dummy move. That means someone, I think somebody got it. That's what I'm thinking. And they want and they want somebody. Look, look. Domain buy service. Yeah, look. Domain buy service. $69.99 plus commission. One of our personal domain brokers will contact the current owner to see if he or she is willing to sell the domain name you want. We'll do all we can to get the name at the lowest possible price for you. The domain buy service fee does not include the cost of them. Nope. Won't be buying that. DNMS.net it is. You know, I just uh, I just watched. You know, it was a good movie. It was funny. Bessie and I were talking about um, top five Cedric Cedric the Entertainer. Uh, it's probably some of his best acting work. <laughs> the whole scene where Chris Rock's character goes to Houston is, uh, and it's only like it's not even ten minutes. I just watched it again, and it was hilarity. That's right, I said it. Uh, but yeah, I was um. I was saying I didn't realize uh, how many newer comics listen to this, and which you know I was I was I was quite happy to hear that um, that somebody pays attention to this. You know that it it doesn't exist in a, in a, in a vacuum as it as it were. Um, so that being said, okay, I guess we can do another episode. Look, and we're only six minutes in, but we're doing another episode. Good for you, Dean. Because, well, because, um, I, which actually segues, I should say, not because, but segues into, um, I, I, I did, uh, well, actually, son didn't hit me back again. He's supposed to. Um, and maybe you'll hear this. So last week, uh, I, I rarely go uh, on the, what are they, the, the DMs of the, the IGs. I don't deal with uh, direct messages just because I'm like, man, I don't, I don't like any social media messages, really. Um, I, I feel like I, I believe if someone wants to get in contact with me, they either know me already uh, know who reps me, or if you really about that life, you you uh you contact me in person. You know, you walk up to me, you walk up to me in person, and, and then if if we have a connection, then we then we swap information, right? So uh so last Thursday, I ain't gonna blow up my man's uh spot. Uh, I'll say TB. How about that? Tuberculosis? No. <laughs> but uh I get a get a message. Uh hey, what's up, bro? Hopefully all is well. I see. Well, I'll read it. I'll read it without uh I'll read some of it. Hey, what up? Hopefully all's well. I know you don't know me, but I see you're gonna be at Albany, uh Funny Bone early November. I was wondering if I could get a guest spot. My purpose is to get a five to ten minute video of my set. This was the capper. This is what made me respond. I apologize for getting at you like this, but I didn't know any other way. 
By the way, big fan of your pop podcast. You drop a lot of gems. Now, if this were radio, I would have just failed reading that copy. Uh, so I responded uh, and let him know. Normally, I'd say say a hard no, especially since someone listening to the podcast. Y'all know that that breaks protocol, so to say. But was in a good mood, and I understand anybody wanting uh, some stage time. And getting a recording in a in a in a real comedy club versus a bar show. So, uh, I told Son to send me um, a five minute set. And, and let let me let me let me give you the layers as to this for for those that don't know. Right. Um. The the this this goes back to and I've said numerous times when I was coming up, I wouldn't just walk up to Chris Rock. And really asking for anything, just on some, I always believe if you're nice, the cream rises, people gonna recognize and they'll, they'll eventually find out about you. Um, so I, uh, I went to, um, so I went, went about things, maybe the long, the long route, whereas I, I always just worked hard for for whatever I got, I didn't ask anybody for anything. Um, I just figured I'd hustle. Now that's not to say my man is asking me for for anything major. He asked for stage time. A lot of comics always ask me for for uh, stage time when I'm on the road. Actually, when I um, well, I was just in in Florida. Uh, my man uh, Shorty from Jersey. He um, he reached out to me. Right, if I if I got booked on a Thursday to do the West Palm Beach uh, Improv, Shorty hit me that Friday. He was like, "Yo, I, I see you're gonna be at the Improv. Wanted to know if I could uh, feature for you." But I knew they already had a feature because I was uh, a last minute filling. So uh, you know, so Shorty he asked me to get that burn, but I had to tell him no. Um. Because I knew they already had someone featuring. Now, had he asked me if he could get a guest spot, I probably would have said yes. But he didn't, so I kept it moving. Then next thing I know, I speak to Vessi. Vessi mentions he's always wanted to uh, do Florida. And he'd been meaning to get down to Florida anyway. And I know I'm I'm sharing the weekend with, uh, with David Spade. For those that don't know, sometimes what will happen is... Clubs will will have if they have like a big like you know Spade is is a is a big star you know I'm a big star in my mind I know I'm big I'm 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 huge but I also know there's a pecking order I know I'm not household right now David Spade is more household than I am so I get it so um, someone like Spade who's on I think that new show The Mayor and probably is in production. Uh, um, so it might be busy, might be shooting something, either the TV show or a movie. Who knows? So, so you know, bigger names don't don't like doing a whole weekend. They don't want to come in to do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, they might only do Friday and Saturday. So it turns out Spade was doing the early show Friday and both shows Saturday, which meant I was doing Thursday and then the late show Friday and then... Had off Saturday 
and one show Sunday. That's, you know, it's the split. Um, being that's how it was, but Vessi, you know, has been working with, with Sandler and Spade now um, for the last year or two. He knows Spade, so he contacts Spade, and it makes sense for him to come down because Dean's going to give him some burn on his shows. Spade's going to give him some burn on his shows. So, boom, it's a good look. He's down there getting to enjoy, uh, um, you know, the... Uh, the, the Palm Beach Grill, one of his favorite restaurants, and and go to, uh, you know, various uh, areas to play ball down there. So works out for him. So then maybe a week after that, Shorty calls me like, yo. No, as a matter of fact, the, the night before I get there, uh, so that would have been a Wednesday, Shorty hits me, yo, uh, what's up with a guest spot? But I'm like, ah, dude, I already, I already gave out the guest spot to uh to Vessi. And normally when I give somebody a guest spot, you ain't getting the whole weekend because y'all y'all should understand, you know, comics fiend for that stage time, man. And so usually if I give out guest spots, I'm gonna give guest spots on the latter shows. So I'll give you a guest spot probably the late show Friday, maybe the late show Saturday. Possibly Thursday or Sunday because there are no other shows afterwards. And the idea is, yeah, I don't want to give out too much time. I want to give you enough time to where, you know, you get to rock out and you get to feel feel the energy of the crowd. But I also don't want to cut into my time. The reason you're not uh, a headliner is not going to give guest spots on the early shows usually is because they have to flip the room. So if if the show starts at eight and the second show starts at, say, ten um, the, the, the host might do, host might do, I don't know, 10 up front, the, the feature might do 20, so that goes, that cuts from 8 to 8.30, and then the headline will do 45 to an hour, which will bring it to 9.30, um, and give them about 25 minutes to, to flip the room, right? Now, if someone comes in to do a guest spot, you have now cut into that time and you're either trimming back the the host or the features time. So now the host might, uh, well, no, a host might normally do 15 up front, but now it's getting cut to 10 and the feature might normally do 20 or 25. It might cut that to 15 to 20 and no headliner wants, I, I don't hang on for, I don't want to cut my time. You know, I don't care how nice I am I don't, as far as being a, a generous person, giving somebody opportunity. I don't want to, I don't want to cut into my stage time. I live for this too. So, uh, so I, I had already given Vessi my guest spot. So Shorty and anyone else, I am sorry, but there's only one guest spot, um, per weekend. I should, and that's not always true. You know, let me retract that. It's usually only one guest spot per weekend. Well, Vessi was an exception because that's my man. And because he was, he, he came from New York, it was in Florida, and so I was like, why not? It's no big deal to uh to cut into, you know, the time. Because I was going long on every show anyway, because I did, you know, the the Thursday and Sunday and then the late show on Friday. So it wasn't there there was no worry of having to flip a room. Feel me? So my man, uh my man T B the the reason I asked him to to send me a uh 
a, a video of his set, you know, um, is because I have to co-sign him. You know, I don't know him from Adam. Uh, he mentioned in his in his response that he uh, he he hosted a lot at the Funny Bone in Syracuse in Albany, um, and said thank you for even responding. Will do so. Um, so if you hear this, uh, send me a, that that link soon, son. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, and people have to understand this. This is, you know, now I trust he says he he's he's worked these club clubs uh, previously. So there's a previous uh, relationship between him and the clubs. And so me when when I get to uh, Albany next week and I say oh you know what I have such and such uh want to do a guest spot on uh on Thursday night or maybe he wants the 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 I'll I'll even give him a choice probably you know I'll say you can get on on th- Thursday or maybe Friday just because I want to get a feel of uh of the room I've never played this Albany club so um yeah so and he probably would prefer a Friday night sh- crowd anyway because it's probably going to be better energy than Thursday show. Although I will, I will say that the energy in 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 Palm Beach on on uh, both both Thursday and Sunday was was yo was kind of lit. Is that what the kids are saying now? Lit, litty. Um, yeah, man. So um, so yo, get at me, son. If you you want this burn, get at me. Let me know. Um, let me know you're serious, and and I'll check out your set. And and you know get you that that burn. You can you can never say Dean Edwards ain't try. Look out for somebody. Plus I be late, man. I want everybody went out here out here in these streets. It's uh it's it's enough burn for some of everybody. Enough enough room. Yeah, if I get an A, you get an A. We both got A's. My A don't cancel out your A, huh? Harvey Weinstein. Hello. <laughs> Anyone else? Me too. <laughs> Yo, it's been I I disappeared for a couple of weeks and uh and the industry implodes. You know, literally. Harvey Weinstein uh it turns out liked people to give him massages while he's he sat nakedly. Uh and and now it's uh it's now the industry is turned on its head. I will say. Now did y'all see this? Did y'all see because uh, this is the interesting thing about about the wood of holly, right? The wood of holly, and how people don't like talking about uh, such things, right? And, and so, in the past, if anyone spoke about, um, you know, molestation or rape or pedophilia with regards to Hollywood execs and Hollywood producers, then everyone got nervous and and the the wagons uh, closed off and, and formed a circle because they didn't want the the outside world probing in and causing trouble for for their world. Now listen, I get it. I'm the same way when it comes to people talking about comedians. Y'all know me. I don't like when people pile on top of other comics, you know, and 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 usually. Um, happens in a fashion where whoever's the hot comic, the hot comedian, whatever nomenclature you might use, when somebody's hot 
everybody uh, outside of that particular field decides to offer up their own little, you know, two cents. And the 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 reason I don't like it is because you know it, it just it you you want to handle things internally, but also because everybody doesn't doesn't have the uh, full grasp of of that field and what goes into uh, existing within that field. So I so I get it, you know, um, but. I remember, I think it was, remember the two Corys, Corey Feldman, Corey Haim, God bless the dead Corey Haim, I think Corey Feldman um, was on The View years ago, and he he talked about, um, at, you know, he talked about the industry, he talked about uh, this, you know, these things that do occur uh, behind the scenes, and here, you know, I'm actually, I'm, I'm looking it up right now on YouTube. Boom. People that did this to both me and Corey that are still working, they're still out there, and they're some of the richest, most powerful people in this business. And they are And they do not want me saying what I'm saying right now. Are you saying that they're pedophiles? Yes. And that yes. they're still in this business? Yes. That's what, yeah, and that's what you're saying well, in your book. When you talk you to, talk about, yeah. when you talk to parents, they here right now. Trust Corey, me, there, there are a lot of parents out here yeah. who want to put their kids in this in this business. They, their kids are cute. They're great actors. Da, da, da. What would you say to a parent who just has the best of intentions who's coming here with their child? Mm -hmm. If um, you're saying that there's a lot of predators in this industry. It's a many-feathered bird. Okay? Be careful what you wish for. That's what I'll tell you. You know, don't go into it with naivety. Don't go into it thinking that it's all roses and You're sunglasses and an entire industry. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to. That... I'm just trying to say that it's a very important, serious topic. You said that there was one gentleman in the industry who did not take advantage of you. He was not a pedophile. That's you said right. that was Michael Jackson. Of all people. That, that, that y'all heard it. That wasn't me. That was, that was me playing a YouTube clip. Uh, of Corey Feldman on The View what like four or five years ago I think it was like 2012-2013 and I'll never forget because I remember watching that when it happened live and I remember thinking well, that's kind of not fair of you know Barbara Walters who's this iconic and legendary uh, journalist uh, serious news journalist not just an entertainment uh, reporter um and when she, the way she was responding to Corey Feldman, like, oh gosh, was with this incredulous, what are you, what are you talking about? How, why would you say these things? And I, I could, I could almost see from her perspective, she's thinking that he's just sensationalizing things to sell whatever his book, whatever the title of his book was. But then to add, you're, you're dead. You're damaging, damaging an entire industry, and he's like, "Well, that's, I, you know, I just mean to speak about these things and bring fruit, tr uh, truth to them, shed a light." Hey, you know that the writing was on the wall back then, and and now I bet you, look, look here's what's funny. I bet you, I'm, I'm predicting right now that uh, if if uh, if Corey Feldman isn't now. 
you haven't heard from him in a second, you're going to hear from him now. Because if, if I saw that, if I remember that clip, then I know everybody and their mother remember that clip. And they're going to start interviewing him. You're going to start seeing him make the rounds. Uh, you know, because people probably look at him like he's the boy who cried wolf. And they were like, well, he's, well, he hung out with Michael Jackson. Uh, and Jackson, Jacko was wacko, so so is Feldman. I'm just saying, um, your, your boy uh, Harvey Weinstein, I ain't never met him. I noticed he didn't like a, he didn't have a thing for a lot of chocolate. You know, I just, I, I seen a lot of women come forward, man. Shoot, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein putting up them Tiger Woods Cosby numbers. You, <laughs> you know who's happy right now? Bill Cosby. You know, Cosby's like, the heat is off of me. They ain't paying no attention. That's that's what happens in the news cycle nowadays. When you when you live in a 24-hour news cycle and people have have uh turned their backs on you or ostracized you, you can't wait for everybody to pay attention to someone else. You just waiting for somebody else to mess up. When when OJ Simpson got out of jail. Cosby like good to not say talk about me anymore. You know the, the people are happy that that no one is paying any attention to them for for all the negativity. Now, unfortunately, Cosby I think has, he, he'll he's going to trial soon, so he'll be right back in it. And then they'll they'll uh, they'll scale him next to Harvey Weinstein. Now, what I find interesting is Harvey Weinstein shares a lot in common. Uh, with, with, um, with another, um, another, uh, celebrity, you know, one, one might say someone who, uh, has been in a powerful position, uh, you know, one might say one, um, (laughs) one might say the, the president, even the, the current, uh, commander in chief. They they both have very very similar um shall I say uh behaviors <laughs> you know both men in positions of power that feel they can uh say and do anything and treat women as as objects um, strictly there for their own uh benefit um you know misogyny seems to have run rampant between the two. Um, both aren't necessarily desirable. Not that that matters with regards to rape, because rape has people say rape is about power, and a good-looking dude uh, could could rape somebody. So that's not. But I just I I remember seeing a meme, a meme, a meme. I saw a meme. I saw a meme last week, and it did a sort of comparison between the two, and they had. They had some strong, strong similarities between uh, the the current commander in chief and one Harvey Weinstein, to say the least. I why did I just start talking like Maya Angelou? I rise, I rise. You know what I did. Uh, did an episode of, uh, well, I guested, um, on Godfrey's show, and next thing you know, his, his show on Sirius XM, The Power Hour, and next thing I know, he, uh, um, his, his, uh, the, the head of, the the network, Karen Hunter, asked me to come guest her show, which I did, 
recently. I was uh, guesting on Karen Hunter's show recently. That was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, and who knows? I guess there is something to be said about working on um, working on the radio. I don't know if I want to do you know, a long-term show like Godfrey, that's his show every day. Hey, hey day, son. Hey day. That's a, that's a lot, lot of radio, a lot of punch of the clock. But I, you know, I would, I would, I would think about doing the the podcast on, on, uh, on the radio, you know, and then maybe like doing, doing an extended version that's available only in podcast form, you know, so it's just a thought. I don't, don't, don't jump the gun. Don't jump the gun. I'm trying to think what else been going on. Uh, people still banning the NFL? Is that still? Be honest. Who, who, who out there watches football but banned the NFL? Hmm? I want to know. Because I, I have a lot of friends and or comedians that have, but I have a, a fair amount of friends that were like, I ain't, I ain't banning football and part of me is like well why why wouldn't you why wouldn't you if if this was uh to help alleviate a bigger problem why wouldn't you and i'm not saying that you should or you should not um but when people say well it's not going to do anything well i mean you know some would argue that rosa parks sitting down wasn't going to do anything, but it, it eventually led to change. And so you have to draw a line in the sand somehow. And I mean, if you ain't making money in the NFL, what's, what's the point? You know, I know it's entertainment, but I can go without watching the walking dead. <laughs> if need be, I have the comic books. I'm ahead of y'all anyway. You know, um, speaking of which the walking dead returned, uh, good episode. Was it great? The ending was was a nice little uh, twist. I ain't gonna give away what what occurred, but um, yeah, the ending was was um, exciting enough to make me want to watch again next week. Which is really what television is. TV is all about cliffhangers and selling soap. Cliffhangers and selling soaps. That's all they want to do is, is is sell you some soap, sell you some commercials, make you buy some products, and Give them a cliffhanger so they'll come back and do it all again next week. That's that's really what uh, the television uh, industry has turned into. Um, oh, and you know what? I stand corrected. I think Lupita Nyong'o uh, did say that she was harassed by Harvey Weinstein. Um, I, I've spoken to fair amount of black women that you know the the idea actually some comics i was hanging out with uh over the weekend they were they were offended with so many women uh coming forward with the hashtag me too they they felt like now let me let me preface this by saying this is not dean speaking this is other women particularly uh women of color uh who were saying that they feel for any woman that's been raped um, or harassed. However, they felt they believe that there are a lot of women that are coming forward and saying that they've been, you know, um, harassed or, or lested or what have you, 
because it's now become in vogue to be a victim, you know, uh, to, to, to put it as bluntly as, as I can. Once again, I ain't saying it. I am repeating what other women, not other women, because I'm not a woman, but I'm repeating what some women expressed to me while we hung out in the comedy club. And we, you know, we were talking about it and they, they were all, actually, no, one was, one was four. And then even one of the, uh, men that was sitting back there uh, also agreed, but he was also attempting to alleviate the, the energy in the room because, uh, you know, we're sitting in a comedy club and we're all supposed to be getting ready to, uh, go make entertain and make people laugh. So it was hard to do so when they're, when people talk about rape, <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, yeah, I was, I'd say like half the room was fine with, uh, with women saying me too. And the other half were like, you know what, it's, it's now getting out of hand because it's now being co-opted by something bigger. Interesting uh, point. Where did I stand on it? I, I saw both sides. I didn't remain neutral. Um, I, I said, you know, it's unfortunate that anyone would co-opt it and turn it into more um something about them as opposed to the problems uh that that women face collectively in the industry you know is is i i think they were they were using the example of when someone dies and then everyone rushes to post their picture of them with the person that dies the celebrity that dies it, 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 they they use the word I quote disingenuous. They said it seems disingenuous because it it then says yeah that's rape is bad but look at me you know oh this person died but look at me so I I I saw their point I saw where they were where they were uh, going with it um, and and honestly as a man it's hard to even offer your opinion because I don't want nobody saying I'm I'm insensitive to it to to the plight of women in any industry specifically in Hollywood I get it I get it man it's, it's it's hard out here and there are men in positions of power who will take advantage of uh of women who some who might be desperate some who just happen to be women and are in in that that person uh empowers orbit and so they take advantage of that you know so anyone anyone that enabled Harvey Harvey Weinstein I don't I don't I don't think you're to blame but you need to look in the mirror as well you know you didn't help you didn't help the situation at all well, it got so it got so heavy around here, didn't it? it? Got so got so heavy. Hmm. Let's talk about something lighter. How about them Yankees? We lost. I say we. Y'all know I don't watch. I was gonna say ba- uh, baseball. Yeah, baseball is correct. I was gonna say football. Um, we almost made it. I ain't gonna front. I had my Yankee fitted on last week. I would have worn it anyway, but I felt extra extra proud because it looked like uh. The BX was going to the World Series because um, they had a major comeback. But then uh, in, in the previous series, uh, but when it got to was the AFC uh, finals, you know, uh, they came down to game seven in um, last night. 
and it didn't happen. Sorry, Charlie. But but shout out to all the Yankees and Yankees fans and New Yorkers. Look, I, I I was so so happy the Yankees were winning. I I went and got a piece of Scotch tape, wrapped it around my hand a couple of times, and cleaned the lint off my hat. Anybody else do that? If you don't have a horse, use a cow. That's that's today's uh, protocol. If you don't have a horse, use a cow. And that's what I did. I had I didn't have a a lint brush or lint roller, so I just used some tape wrapped around my head. Cause that's cause that's how I do. That's how I do. Feel me? That's what I. Cause that's what I do. Hmm. And now that Harvey Weinstein is is on his uh he's he's in like abuse rehab. I'm curious how long it'll take before uh, Hollywood lets him back in. Because they because they do they do often, you know. Keep in mind, uh, Woody Allen married his daughter. <laughs> you know, I, I, Woody Allen married his daughter. Uh, uh, Roman Polanski won won uh, Oscars years after he wound up sort of ostracized out of Hollywood. So it happens. Um, OJ, nah, OJ ain't coming back. <laughs> so, OJ, they don't want you, son. You're you're. You're black. OJ like, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you know what? Let me hold up. I did this joint for my man Donnell Rawlins. Um, he hit me up like two weeks ago. And he was like, yo, young, I got this uh, working on this track. I need you to do Jay-Z on it. So I was like, all right, man, whatever. So, um... He's making some he's making some song and he wanted uh he requested my um my my Jay-Z. He wanted the kid wanted my Jay-Z. So I said, you know what? I could do that if you need my Jay-Z. Well then Donnell, we go back like spinal cords and eight tracks, so I'll do it. And uh he just he sent me the the beginning. Funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh I guess Donnelly's spoofing Cardi B. Um so y'all keep an ear and eye out for that. Hopefully uh, well it sounds funny. I, I'm a little biased, but I think it's gonna be fire. And I'm just saying that because well damn it, I did the intro and I did it quick because I'm one take Edwards. We did another uh what did we record last week? We recorded for DreamWorks. It's funny, everybody's always like, yeah, yeah, they're doing another track. No. Uh it was Universal Um Universal Orlando is doing some Christmas Christmas uh parade or something. So I had to go in and re- and record some more donkey. Some more donkey. It's the most, it's my most favorite time of the year. It was fun. It's always fun to go up to uh, Hyperbolic Audio in Manhattan, lovely uh, midtown Manhattan, and uh, and record and do what we love. Because that's what we we did. We recorded. Now you go ahead. You do it because it's good. Good. Yes. 
last uh I, I gotta I gotta address this. Um uh salute to XXL magazine on their 20 year anniversary. I gotta pick up uh, a copy of that. I just found out that that's out. Uh Walking Dead is back. What do y'all think of Fear the Walking Dead? I I I'm one of the few people I know that watches both. I I know a handful of people that watch both, but most people really rock out with The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead they gave up on. I think the problem with Fear the Walking Dead is people got sick of all those uh those bratty, spoiled, uh precocious teenagers. Too many. You know, The Walking Dead, we just had one kid, Carl, Carl. That's it. Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl. Yeah, Carl. And Carl knew to keep his mouth shut when necessary. But these these spoiled teeny brat boppers, I sound wild old, sound like, hey, damn annoying kids in the fair walking dead, they're a bunch of annoying knuckleheads is what they are. I said, well, I'll get them. Um, yeah, uh, but, but I, uh, I, uh, I like some of the characters on, um, what's, what's, what's my man's name on, on, on Fear the Walk, Fear, the, the Fear the Walking, Fear the Walking Dead. He, um, he has a deep voice. He was actually on Broadway, right? Fear the Walking Dead. You know the brother. Y'all gonna make, y'all gonna make me look it up. Y'all suck. Well, yell it loud. I can't hear you. Say it louder. What? You put 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 your mouth right up to whatever you're listening to is on, whether it's your phone or your laptop, so I can hear you clearly. Who? Strand. Thank you. Thanks, y'all. Victor Strand. Victor Strand. Yeah, he's very very quiet and soft spoken. But when he speaks, he speaks with authority. Yes, he does. I, I like I like his character. I like uh, Strand. I like Daniel Salazar, played by Ruben Blades. Ruben, I always thought it was Ruben Blades until I heard someone say Ruben Blades recently, and I was like, uh, so he's not he's not Blades because I I've known him as Blades. As far as I know, I, that's how I pre- I don't say I'm going. I, I want to go roller blades. <laughs> I go roller blading. Actually, I don't. I've never roller bladed. What? What? What are you talking about, Dean? Stop! Stop! I did start watching. I'm late, but I did start checking out. I'm dying up here for any comics that um or anyone that's really just interested in um in an entertaining. Uh, television show uh, that sort of gives you some insight into the comedy world, especially as it were, was occurring back in the uh, mid to late seventies um, out in Hollywood. The the entire comedy boom and behind the scenes at the world famous comedy store with Mitzi Shore. Um, check check out. I'm dying up here. Um, What's his name? Jim Carrey is a is a producer on it. Uh, some comics that are friends from uh, Al Madrigal and Eric Griffin are in the show. Sebastian Sebastian Stan from uh, Tony and Tina's Wedding and uh, 
Captain America uh, went to war. <laughs> yeah, y'all can check check him out in those. But he was also in Tony and Tina's with myself. And he's in there in the pilot. Um, good, actually entertaining show. I watched watched about four episodes over the last uh, weekend. And um, yeah, well, I watched four, so I'm I guess I'm watching the rest of them. You know, so um, so yeah, I I think I'm co-signing. I am saying right now, beyond a shadow of a doubt, that you should go and check out this show. It is uh, it's entertaining. Uh, to crashing, except crashing deals with a different time um, altogether, so you don't see afros. Uh, whereas on I'm dying up here, you see bell bottoms, afros, thick mustaches. The whole nine, really. Check it out. Let me know what y'all think, or maybe you watch it. If y'all watch it, let me know. Let me know what you think, and if it's worth continuing. Because I'm, uh, I'm four episodes, I'm four episodes deep. And uh, I think Melissa Leo uh, does a great job, uh, you know, characterizing uh, Mitchie Shore-esque character. That's that's what I said. That's what I want. Okay. Well, I think that's enough. I think you all have, uh, have heard enough of my mouth for today. Y'all next time before the month of protocol. I'm Dean Edwards because that's who I am. Keep subscribing, keep commenting, liking, especially on iTunes, also SoundCloud, and all other uh, places that cast the pods. Alright, it's your man Dean Edwards. All up to for the monkey fingers, baby. Peace.